Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. This is Kristen Cantrell. And I'm Angela Fazio. Welcome to Moms in Real Estate. Today's guest is Michelle Colbert. And she's going to be talking about balance is bullshit. That's right. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michelle, get us started. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, my name is Michelle Colbert. Everyone knows that. I own Rise Real Estate Group here in uh, Phoenix, the Valley. Um, and I've been in Arizona for just over five and a half years. Uh, when I moved to Arizona, I got my license right away. So I actually started kind of my real estate career and love for real estate back in Champaign, Illinois. And I did it there for about nine years. So I've been in it a total of 15 years now. Awesome. I love talking to people that move from another state and get their real estate license. And there's so many agents that let that hold them down because they're like, I don't have a sphere. It's not as easy for me. So what did you do to kind of insert yourself into this industry and grow as quick as you did? So I'm a little crazy. I'm I sure can tell. many people know that about me. Um, I moved here a week after having a child. Mm. Uh, we had no family or friends in the state of Arizona whatsoever. So no babysitter, no help, no nothing. Um, and not knowing what real estate is and how it starts, I got my license and knew a team is where I needed to go first to help me get that. Um, so the, I joined a team and actually drove all the way to, the, to Biltmore every single morning in rush hour traffic. Uh, for the that first, sounds terrible. I know it was it does. awful. It was like an hour and a half every oh day. Oh my gosh, no. Um, and I got there, and they had a mojo dialer. I jumped on my mojo dialer, inserted my sphere, which is all from Illinois, might mm -hmm. I say, and ended up getting a guy I went to high school with. His parents were moving down here, and I set a buyer and consult the first day I had my license here. Oh, that probably made you feel so good and not afraid no. to keep calling. It was amazing. I mean, it's just, I've not had a fear of calling though. So again, I'm a little crazy. So just to yeah, that. Yeah, totally. I mean, I hear Mojo Dialer and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> if you know Mojo Dialer, you know. <laughs> well, we I think we have to tell our audience what a baller Michelle is because I think this last year there were 75 transactions closed and she's like, that's not good enough. I'm doing 115 next year. I'm actually pretty sure in her her questionnaire she wrote grow 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 all caps and she's like she's on a mission mm -hmm. you're on a mission to do a hundred and how many transactions 115 yeah 115 that's that's awesome and there's a team of five of us two of which are just full-time admin so they don't actually sell so there's only three sales agents on the team myself included and then two additional yeah, that's awesome. I know. That's really exciting, especially uh, you guys can't see her, but she's super young and <laughs> feisty, which I, we love. She walked in and we were like, you fit in. Yeah, she <laughs> is. She's I'm not feist young. <laughs> feisty is a good word. Fiery and feisty, mm -hmm. if I had to describe you. Absolutely. And so we have to get to our topic, which is, per is perfect. It resonates with me and the fact that balance is bullshit. Mm -hmm. We hear so many people struggling and striving and they're saying their biggest struggle is balance and and it's such a silly struggle that you're never going to win. Yeah, and you read and listen to all these podcasts and read all these books like, oh, you have to counterbalance or you have to balance. And in my opinion, balance is complete and utter bullshit. Mm -hmm. You either fail, so you have jugglings to do in your life, right? What I call them is I call them balls. And 
ultimately we're juggling all these different balls all the time and we have to figure out okay if we drop a ball is it a glass ball that we're dropping and it's going to shatter and break or is it a bouncy ball where it can bounce back up and we can just start juggling it again Ooh, that was a good analogy it is i was picturing that (laughs) i was too i was like like literally filtering through like what is my life which one yeah which dropping glass or bouncing do i have glass balls (laughs) (laughs) what are my glass balls i don't know So typically, like your like your family, your husband, your kids are typically like a glass like a glass ball, right? So uh, when I am counterbalancing my life or not balancing whatsoever anything in my life, I have a conversation with my husband. Like, hey, by the way, I'm not going to be home much this week. You got dad duty, right? Like, you got this. Like, I trust you. I love you. I gotta go do my thing, mm-hmm. and. He's there. Um, it's not easy, though. I can tell you there was a hell of a lot of fights. Mm-hmm. So, but um, le- recently it's worked out really well for us. So. Okay, I will tell you a mini funny story. Uh-huh. We're the same way, except Chuck and I are one. So when we have that conversation, it's us saying to our kids, hey, you're not going to see us for a couple of weeks. And so the other day, because we were gone a lot the last half of this year, and the other day my 17-year-old son walks in through the front door. And I was like, hey, Matthew. He was like, weird. I'm like, weird what? Weird that you're here. (laughs) I was actually there. I was cracking up. (laughs) It's so true, though. Oh, my gosh. So um, just like we made some team changes this year, and I had to do some letting go and some rehiring and just, I mean, again, figuring out and balancing nothing, absolutely nothing, just winging it at the moment. And so um, my husband stepped up and helped with the kids and it was just, I mean, it's awful when your kids look at you on Saturday morning at 8am and they're like, mommy, you're going to work again. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I am. I love you. And one day we will have somebody that can help mommy out. So mommy can stay home with you on Saturday and then the other person can go work for mommy instead. So it's just like teaching my kids those conversations too. I mean, it's not easy. They're five, a five-year-old. And, and a, a three-year-old. Three yeah, those are so. hard conversations. You know, though, I can encourage you. Come on, think back. <clears throat> Excuse me. Do you have even one memory as a five-year-old? No. I broke my arm. I remember that. Do you remember it or did somebody <laughs> tell you? No, <laughs> you I remember I mean? it. It was very vivid. Well, oh, really? And I always try to remind myself, like, some of my favorite memories are, like, when my parents weren't together and I got to spend that, like, alone time with my dad or with my babysitters. So I'm always, like, I got to look at it, like, in that sense, like, my kids love having a babysitter come over. But I do get mom guilt. Not as bad. It's gotten better and better every year. But last night I had a, I had a, I do quarterly skin parties for realtors. And last night I got home at probably like eight and I went in to give my son a kiss and he was like passed out and he kind of woke up and he's like, why weren't you here tonight? And I was like, oh, Oh, so sad. And then, but you know what? It is what it is. Sometimes I have to work late and I get to pick them up um, a lot of days during the week or drop them off or whatever. So it's like, you kind of just have to like give yourself like a little bit of grace and not be so hard on yourself because it is like there's so many times where I just am like man I feel bad but I feel better though and I don't have mom guilt but I feel (laughs) a lot better when what I'm doing is actually producing fruit so what I want to get back to because I know that people say how is she growing it like you said I'm going to focus on some things I focused on changing some things or I focused on developing some things Mm -hmm. can you give us like one or two examples of some things that you recognize I really need to develop these areas of my business if I want to grow 
Yes. So I love Excel sheets. Like I'm an Excel <laughs> weird freak and I like we to. Hate we do. <laughs> so I track every single number top to bottom. Wow. So uh, every listing appointment I go on. So I track from appointment set to appointment gone on to appointment like to agreement taken to under contract. So I know my ratios from top to bottom. So I know I'm about. So a lot of the uh, like listing appointments I go on are for sale by owners. So I have about a 53 con- like 53 percent conversion ratio for every appointment I go on. Awesome. I get the listing. And so I know that in my mind, okay, when I'm like structuring my numbers or what I want my team to do, I have to plug in similar ratios to what I believe their potential is. So I know, okay, if we want to do X amount of transactions next year, I know that this person's able to do X capacity. I know she's able to do this much. And then will we need to hire an extra body in order to know, to do another? Mm-hmm. And so those are the numbers that I'm looking at. Or, okay, we have a communication gap right here. And that is why I might have to let so-and-so, like, we had to part ways with so-and-so because there was a communication gap. What system can I create that's going to make it structured and organized enough that they know every Monday at 3 p.m. they call all of their pending clients? Mm-hmm. And my transaction coordinator preps the notes so they just go into their notes and look up their client's name and then read verbatim what my transaction coordinator wrote at 3 p.m. every Monday. Wow. Have you ever seen Sisu before? You told me about this. Okay, because maybe because you're going to need it. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to want all those spreadsheets. This will replace so many of your spreadsheets. Sisu is a numbers tracking program. And what I love about it is you can uh, have your agents track their numbers, their conversations, Mm -hmm. the, the sales funnel. And if they get stuck, let's say they're doing lots of conversations, they're doing lots of appointments, but they're not getting anything signed. You can be like, it's probably your closing skills, so let's go work on your closing skills. Yep. Or maybe you're not you know, developing your value good enough. So that can help you to have really good growing conversations with your team. Mm-hmm. No, it's definitely. And it's something that I'm working with each individual, like sales agent specifically, and admin. Mm-hmm. Um, how can we grow the team as a whole and not just like you individually? And so we always communicate, okay, well, what do we need to work on specifically in your, like, what's an area that you need to help with that we can work on? And we do weekly one-on-ones with all of our, with all of our team members. That's so. awesome. Do, do your team members show up? Like, do they actually do the work that you're like, hey, you're here Monday at three, you have to do these things. Are they pretty good about yeah. showing up to, that's good. Yeah. So my expectation, every agent is actually in the office every, like every morning at 9am, we have a daily huddle mm-hmm. and you have to be in office for that. Okay. So um, everyone's in the office at 9 a.m. Typically in the morning is when we do a lot of our follow-ups, our legion, any kind of like outside outreaching to get business we do in the mornings and everyone's in the office for that. If they're not out on like an appointment or showings in the afternoon, they're typically in the office doing those activities that we're talking about. That's awesome. That is impressive. And, And one of the things that must be a challenge is when you have such volume going on but at the same time, you want to develop these skills mm-hmm. within your team. And let that's, that needs some balance because you don't want the production to fall off for the sake of, of that development. But you don't want to stop the development for the sake of the growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like to create this <clears throat> atmosphere within the office, which is like um, we joke around a lot, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, there's a lot of sex comments. Right <laughs> and, glass, here. and glass balls, actually. Yeah, glass balls. yeah, so we keep it fun and, like, a fun environment. And, like, we've all been really good at, like, toning each other out when we're, like, focused in the moment. Uh, we have a TV up and we broadcast, like, music up. So everyone will be like, okay, what are you feeling? Like, 2000s hip-hop. 
<laughs> say the stupidest crap in my office. Uh, 2000s hip hop. Yes. 2000s hip hop all day long. And like the raunchy like rap crap. Yeah. yeah all day long. <laughs> uh, raunchy rap crap. It's so true. Everyone walks by our office and knows that's what we're playing. Or Alicia Keys, This Girl's on Fire. That's like oh, my yeah. theme song. <gasps> that was like the Moms in Real Estate Flourish theme song. It was. It was. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I was at a conference for a work conference and we went out one night and that came on at the bar like right at closing time and I may or may not have been singing it like (laughs) while the music was off and everyone was coming up to me being like oh my gosh what's your name (laughs) you're like Alicia Alicia (laughs) (laughs) don't I sound just like and if anyone knows me I am not a singer like I'm the world's worst singer but we keep it fun in the office like going back to that so we keep it fun in the office and serious at the same time so like when we see somebody struggling we're like okay Let's talk real quick. Like, let's work through this. Hey, I heard you on the phone. This is what I think you could say different. Or I noticed you got a little hiccupy right here. Like, let's try to, like, let's work on this real quick. Or try this next time. Oh, okay, cool. So, like, we'll, like, pass things off to each other so we can help each other out while we're in person. We have a huge stand-up. Actually, my... uh, one of my sales associates, her husband made us a big, like, stand-up table. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have a huge stand-up table with, like, bar stools if people want to stand or sit. And that's that's, nice. that's our office yeah. atmosphere. That's cool. So. I want one of those. I also think that it's fantastic. We know from experiences that when you go, because now Kristen and I have known each other for so long, when you go through periods of growth together and invest in each other, to help to make that growth happen. It's so relationship building. It is. It's so cool. And I love that you're in a season right now where you're trying to focus on helping your current agents flourish is the word you used, Mm -hmm. which is so cool. So how are you going to do that? Like you want them to be top, top producers. So like what's kind of your next goal with them to help them rise up? So my goal is for them to be better than me. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a good goal. My goal in life is to not be the number one producer on my team. Yeah, no. Um, and so because right now I am, Mm -hmm. and I don't necessarily want to be. I want to be focused on the business, and I want to be focused on everyone's outward growth. So, uh, with that being said, it's just when we get a lead into the team, I typically pass it on to one of my sales agents, even if it's one of the like my friends or family members. I'll pass it on to one of them, and you know, work with them and do the handoff, Um, and then just helping them learn how to be like super responsive communicative like and so we can continue getting these awesome reviews and to like get more clients Mm -hmm. we also put on quarterly events and they're pretty big um i don't know i was we did a new home for the holidays just last weekend um it's something i do every year it's actually my favorite event and the only event i care about honestly um I shouldn't say that. <laughs> you just did. It's recorded. Uh, I renovate a home for a family in need every year. That's awesome. That's so fun. Yeah. Well, see, and that's why it's yeah. the one. Wait, were you on the news recently? I was on the news. I caught that clip, and I don't even watch TV. <laughs> uh, how random. I caught that clip. It was in Mesa? Yeah. Yes. <gasps> Holy shit. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. That is so cool. <laughs> I caught that clip. You're I was famous. like, I wonder who that is. I didn't catch it with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's on Fox 10. So. Yes, it was. Cool. Awesome. Because it would not be on CNN because that's not on my TV. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that's my favorite one. I think that's why I'm in the business. Um, So to me, like a home is like my home is my zen. Like Mm -hmm. it's my place where I go home and I just want to like veg out. Like I don't want to think about work, which is why I'm not a work from home person. I don't have an office at my house. You won't ever catch me working at my house. It's awful. Mm -hmm. Awful. It is hard. So um, and I teach that to my agents as well. Like, if you want to be the most productive and want to get the most out of this team, I need you in the office. Mm -hmm. So you can 
you know, we can create this atmosphere and this legend and like just continue to thrive and teach each other. Because if you're over there making calls and setting appointments and I'm not, I'm going to be like, I want to set more appointments. Right. I want to be in the leadership yeah, board. Yeah, it's contagious for so sure. So that's why we want them in the office. But um, yeah, that's just, I got distracted. So. <laughs> that's, well, so if you had advice for somebody listening right now that might be struggling or you know, maybe thinking about getting into real estate, what would your biggest advice be to a new agent? I would ask if they're afraid to call or knock on doors. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're afraid to call or knock on doors or meet new people and create conversations, it might not be a good fit for you. I think that's the key is, are you afraid to meet new people? Because you mm-hmm. can meet new people so many different ways, right? Or have a conversation with them. Like yep. Even if you're doing an open house, you can meet new people at the open house, but you, if you don't conversate with them or build a rapport with them, you're not going to capture them. It's done. Right? That's true. Although I would add, you can, if you're willing to do it afraid, then the afraid part can fade away. Because exactly. if you think about it, even today, I've been doing this for 21 years. And every once in a while, I don't know why. We get fear. I get a little fear. Yeah. Like I'm about to call somebody or have a conversation. And I have to have, I would be like, what is wrong with you, girl? Stop it. Have Worst you, thing that could happen is yes. they don't like you. And they say, no, yes, who cares? There's lots right. of people. Have you guys seen or heard the Mel Robbins podcast, like the Rocket Fuel? Is Mm-mm. it Rocket Fuel or the 54321? So like... Um, it's Mel Robbins is an awesome. If you haven't listened to I Mel Robbins that down. Me podcast, um, it talks about her five, four, three, two, one rule. Um, so she does every morning instead of hitting snooze five times like we all do. <laughs> I do not hit snooze. I never do. I do. Mm-mm. I do. I'm a freak of nature. You are. <laughs> it's okay. I don't like coffee, so there. <laughs> well, you don't like coffee. You love spreadsheets, and there were, and you love the Mojo Dialer. So you, but you, you love wine. So we can still be friends. We're, we're okay. We're all okay. <laughs> so she talks about how, like, when you have a fear or like, and just don't want to do something, you just count in your head five, four, three, two, one, and do it. Ooh, like, I like that. So you just say five, four, three, two, one, and then do it. I do that too. Not mm-hmm. exactly like that, but I'm like, I'm giving myself so many seconds before I just do it mm-hmm. and it it how it works it I don't know why I'm thinking of like cold plunging like you gotta like count uh, yes. to yeah. cold plunge, right yes you do <laughs> yes you, you do. gotta do it so um there's a there's a video art Williams it's from like 1980 uh-huh I know what you're talking about the just do it yep. yes I, oh, just, I know what you're art talking Williams, about just do it speech and I literally re- show that to every single new agent that will come onto my team I will show them that video I That's heard awesome. him was, do that speech really he, I think he spoke at a, a Dave Ramsey conference oh my gosh it's amazing and it's his accent makes it the best but um yeah it's just talking about like just do it. Like, oh, you want yes. something in life? Just do it. Yes. You really, remember? He was older. Like, very. He was so cute. Oh, absolutely. I think he was one of my favorites of the three-day mm-hmm. speakers. That's yeah. right. It was a Dave Ramsey. Mm-hmm. He's so cute. That's he was like, like, just do it. I'm exactly. Like, I'm like, I'm such a wuss. Like, <laughs> like, you wanna, I will just do it. <laughs> you want to pay off debt? Great. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Super duper. Just do it. So, like, I, I love that. I love that speech. And I show it to everybody that oh, I, forgot I can. forgot about that. Oh, it's thank you. It's one of you. the best ones. And so, yeah, if you ever have a fear of something, and I tell my girls all the time, just do it. Like, mm-hmm. I understand you're afraid of it, but the only way you're going to grow and get past fear is just by doing it. 100%. What's the worst they're going to do? Hang up on you? Mm-hmm. I got called an ambulance chaser on the phone one time. Like, (laughs) been I've been asked someone to ask me to marry them on the phone one time. All right. Well, that didn't work out for them. No, (laughs) I had somebody say to me and my husband one time, "You guys are a 
couple of alphas. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because when you look at me, I may, maybe you guys said something different. I might not like perceive myself as this overly like confident, like knowledgeable, like. No, you look confident. Not only do you you look confident, even (laughs) even when we met on the phone, you have that energy, hundred percent. Don't think otherwise. Well, yeah. There's my. (laughs) She's all never mind. She's like, I look so. If I, you know what, I look so cute and sweet, and I don't know. No, you look really, really confident, (laughs) and you're cute and sweet. So when I show up to appointments, I get that feedback a lot. Like, hey, you, you, like, you know what you're doing, and I want my girls to know the same thing. So. On, like, every Thursday morning in our office, we have, like, a Cromford Market update on, like, during, like, script practice. So 8.30 to 9, we talk about the Cromford Market Report, where the market's at. So that way, our agents can go speak to their clients about where the market's at, and they know what's going on. They're confident about it. Yeah. So So we, like, just sharing that knowledge with people, even if it's only for 30 minutes once a week. If you guys, you guys in the audience, if you were here in the podcast booth with us, you would see just the way she's sitting Oh, that it's it's obvious <laughs> that she's confident. Answer. I'll throw her up on Instagram. So if somebody if somebody <laughs> wants to um, follow you, how do they do that? Uh, so I would follow at Rise Real Estate Group AZ. Um, that's the, that's the one I would follow uh, just because I we post there more often than I do on my personal page. I'm so bad at so bad at social media. You know how you said I was so young? I'm like 50-year-old, 90-year-old woman when it comes she, to She was all, media. she said 50-year-old, then she remembered I was 50. And she was like, wait, I'm going to say no. 90. <laughs> I think my mom's better social media than I am. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I'm just like, I'm not like the world's most social media active person. You don't have to so. be good at everything. You know, I'm not good at that. <laughs> right, I pay right. somebody to do that for me. <laughs> Well, it's been awesome having uh, you on. You definitely blessed a lot of people listening. So thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Yes, that was that was really awesome. Thank you. I know. We actually don't have any any upcoming events. Usually we get to talk about Flourish, but we will stay soon. tuned. We will soon. We'll have, we'll have a date coming up. Thank you, guys.